0: Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here in southern Idaho. My name is Ken Lewis. I'm the director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and in the studio today is um, the head women's soccer coach at NNU, Mary Ibargwin. Mary, it's great to have you on Heart of the Athlete today.
1: It's good to be here again with you, Ken.
0: Well, and here we are. It's uh, springtime approaching the end of march Uh, we've got easter right around the corner Mm -hmm. uh man it's a great time isn't it
1: sun is shining today (laughs) yeah yeah
0: it is well and uh how many years have you coached over there at at nnu so
1: this fall will be my 10th fall wow i know isn't that crazy so you've
0: you're, you're coming up on completing nine full seasons and starting yep. your 10th.
1: Starting
0: my 10th. Wow. Yeah. And you guys, you, you, you gals have a, uh, a spring season, don't mm-hmm. you? It's a, a little abbreviated. Yeah. Though,
1: right? uh, yeah. This, so we get five scrimmages and we've played two of them um, so far. And actually we um, have three division ones that we play for our last three games. On March 31st, we play Boise State at NNU. And then we play um, April 9th, we play Idaho State at NNU. And then April twenty third, we play Utah State at Boise State. Wow! So we'll end with some good. It's perfect for us in the spring to to play some D ones and yeah, yeah,
0: that's great. Well, it, what what it, you know, being in the spring too, uh, I imagine that's probably nice for your gals to they can as they go up against these larger schools, D ones. Mm-hmm. They can just play loose and, and yeah, and
1: everyone plays and we get to you know toy around with different formations and things. Yeah. And, yeah, that's, that's good.
0: great. So who 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 are the two games you played against?
1: Um, club teams. Okay. Um, a local club team and then um, a women's team. Oh, cool. Yeah, so it was good. Well,
0: great. And when you guys had a fantastic season this last fall, we the did. fall of twenty twenty one, tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, we ended up um, finishing third in conference, so we got to go to playoffs, and we were ranked fifth in the region. Um, and you know, the spring before that, we were undefeated and tenth in the country. So we've been. Um, Doing very well, and we're excited this fall to return everyone except three players. Wow. So um, it'll be a fun fall.
0: Wow. And then you guys get an opportunity to, something you haven't done in a long, long time, is to host the
1: yeah the GNAC. GNAC. Yeah, I don't know if we've ever hosted it. Um, So it's a big deal. Yeah, so top four go to the GNAC tournament. And um, we're hosting it in November this year at NNU so it's That'll gonna be, be great we're getting you've seen them we're getting new yes. bleachers in oh, new little yeah. stadium with um so we have lights and turf and now we're finishing off our press box and and bleachers and it's gonna be really cool
0: yeah it's beautiful yeah, yeah. folks if you haven't been over there uh, it's on kind of how amity kind of winds around the mm-hmm. campus there and comes in at uh, the corner of uh, uh lake lowell right across from napa high but um Boy, the stadium, the, the turf looks amazing, awesome. and the new bleachers look so good. And I know they're putting in some sidewalks and some uh, yep. wheelchair access over there now. Yeah. But Boy, it's, it's going to be great. It's a great facility. Yeah. Well, you know, I coach uh, women's lacrosse over there yep. at NNU, <laughs> and so we get to practice on that same field. And uh, we've had some late nights uh, practicing <laughs> 7 <laughs> to 8.30 in January and February. It's been yeah. kind of cold out there, but... <laughs> Boy, having those lights has just been such a blessing. Yeah. And, uh, and especially when you're complex. trying to practice in January and February. You know, the yeah. grass is just not a, a good place, mm-hmm. consistent surface to, to mm-hmm. practice on at that time. And so we, uh, those lacrosse gals, are are blessed to be able to uh, uh, practice on that, that yeah. field that you're talking about. Yeah. So. Well, cool. Well, hey, folks, we've got uh, we got some some fun things we want to talk about today, and we also want to uh, tell you a little bit about some FCA camps coming up. Um, I know we've got a tennis camp that's going on this week uh, over at spring break over at in Fruitland, but we've got um, a youth wrestling camp coming up on the third and fourth uh, of June. Um, that's a day camp for youth and junior high and High School, as well as um, we have a, a golf, youth golf camp right after that in Payette uh, that first week of June. And the dates on that are June 6th through the 8th over at Scotch Pines in Payette. And then we have a youth baseball camp and a youth softball camp. And those are uh, the dates on those are June 13th through the 16th. And so um, you can get more information at fcaidaho.org. And then also... Um, we have our Northwest FCA Sport Camp June twenty seventh through July first at NNU. I know Mary, you've coached at that several mm-hmm. years. Seems like the last few years has been tougher, and yeah, you've kids, <laughs> yeah, and, and you got married, mm-hmm. and you got kids, yes. and I know recruiting's going mm-hmm. on, and there is some big tournaments around then. So. so
1: that camp's a great camp. Yeah, we've um, had heard lots of good feedback from student athletes who um, either come to NNU or different places who had a great experience. Um, at, at FCA camp at NNU so yeah, yeah it's it's
0: cool to see students enroll in NNU because of getting involved with FCA yeah and uh, I know Karina's one of them you know yep. and, and you had your eye, eye on her when you recruited her a long uh-huh. time ago and she'd been a great FCA leader yeah. at Timberline High School and yep. then and uh, and you were mentioned earlier um, how you just hearing reports back on huddle leaders
1: yeah one of our players Ariel she went to Nampa Christian actually Um she was a huddle leader and we had a girl come to our ID camp and said, um, she had a great experience from her huddle leader. And so you think, you know, it's not just the soccer part, but it's they're getting um the it's those personal relationships and being able to talk about Jesus um with college athletes is pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the discipleship that goes on during that week and yeah. those college athletes that you're talking about that are leading those kids to Christ and or a more deeper relationship with Christ. So well thanks thanks for uh, all your involvement in the past yeah, of and course. and uh well hey we um folks we uh we um we're going to be talking today about some things going on in our in our culture and the news and just this last weekend as well at the NCAA swim meet we're going to be talking about the transgender issue and and folks if you got some young listeners with some young ears around mm-hmm. you might want to you know um maybe put them
1: talk to them about it first <laughs> yeah talk to him about it
0: first or turn the radio down or maybe maybe have them go in a different room because i know we're we've got some things that are are more more sensitive issues here but i know mary we've talked about this before on yeah. this show mm-hmm. and uh i know the university of penn um uh swimmer has been in the news quite a bit and uh in the ivy league set some ivy league you know, new records for swimming. And it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a, tra- it's a guy who's transgendered, is identified as a female who's, who the NCAA and um, the university of Pennsylvania is letting him swim on the women's team. And uh, so it's, it's, it's been um, a, a lot of things in the news about it, isn't yeah. there?
1: And, and we've talked about this before, like you said, cause it's, I mean, this is something high on my priority list, this and abortion, but we'll save that for another <laughs> radio show. But, um, it's, uh, um, I mean, sports gave me so much in my life. I got to go play at Fresno State. Sorry for all the Boise State fans around here. Um, but, you know, with a scholarship. Right. And I got to experience, I mean, I think a lot of leadership skills. Um, athletes, I forget the percentages I read, um, get hired out of college and jobs and go at a higher late rate in leadership positions. College athletes, because of the things, the traits they learn as an as an athlete, and so for me, sports isn't just about sports. I love sports, I love competing, but it's about access to education. And it's about opportunities and and leadership. And women at a higher rate, um, female athletes, become leaders at a way higher rate than if you're not an athlete. Mm -hmm. And we want female leaders. Um, and, And we're just in a funny place in society right now where, um, either gender exists or it doesn't. You know, we'll celebrate mm-hmm. womanness and you know, female vice president or female this, but then say genders fluid somewhere else, and that you can be whatever you want. So either we're trying to have women as leaders, or there are no such thing as genders, and it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And we can't kind of have both in our society, which right now we're trying to do both. And um, I just think for um, we talked about this on our last the last show we did of um, what's the Christian response to this? Mm-hmm. Not the divisive response, not mm-hmm. the these people on this side are right and these people on this side are wrong, but really what is, what is truth mm-hmm. and how do we deal with truth and love on this topic? Right. Um, and the world will tell us <laughs> you can't have both I think that if in order to be loving and all that you have to be accepting, but um, truth is still important right in this in the context of love um and yeah
0: well, you said something interesting uh, and it seems like the world is you know in terms of the the definition of male and female mm-hmm. it seems like uh, it's not just um uh you know you can change and be fluid and do whatever you want but they're almost trying to erase the definition of of, of what it is to be a woman mm-hmm. and what it is to be a man mm-hmm. and and the that the culture out there the culture culture whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. it seems like they're trying to erase all of it
1: yeah.
0: and, um,
1: and and but at the same time still say women it's celebrate women in certain positions or women's success so it's a bit confusing but I think the important part of it is um, if you really got down to it and, and interviewed a bunch of people if you went around, and somehow we're able to interview every single American. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's a vast majority who think this is crazy Yeah, to have a male compete with females. Right. And um, but I think people either don't respond because like, man, eh, it doesn't really affect me. I don't want to get involved because I don't want to get attacked. Right. I don't want to be canceled or be called certain things. Or, right.
0: Social media. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, or it doesn't affect me. Eh, I'm just going to kind of ignore it. I'm not a college swimmer, so it doesn't, but it does affect us. Mm-hmm. I mean, who would have thought, like we said earlier, 10 years ago, that you would never think a male would be able to compete in women's swimming. No, oh, it won't get to that. Let be, it, it did, and it is. Right. And it's going to get worse if, if we don't stand up and, and do something and say, hey, this isn't right. Um, and, you know, we talked about this, these swimmers, it, it's not just about this, Um, biological male swimmer getting first place in the 500, I think. And he got different places in some other races. But it's it's the fact that any position in women's sports is him taking away a spot from another woman. So even if he was... Last place. I wouldn't care what place he was finishing. It's that he's taking opportunity from some a, a woman to be last place, <laughs> right. a woman to go to the NCAA tournament. I think sixteen get to race in that. I think right. And I think it's I'm the top
0: to... eight that get all Americans. So the ninth place gal,
1: yeah, doesn't get all American. Doesn't get to
0: be an all American.
1: And even the last, the number sixteen. If that's how many go to the mm-hmm. NCAA tournament for this race, number seventeen. There was a
0: seventeenth out yeah, there somewhere that, that didn't, didn't qualify. get to go to the NCAA
1: tournament, and have that right. experience. And there's scholarships and spots that are limited. Mm-hmm. Everything is limited in the NCA, and you're taking away access to education for a female. Right. And that we're not talking about that part is very odd to me. It's not just about competition for me. It's about access to education. Right. I paid for my education with soccer. And um, if we start, even if it's just taken away from one woman, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. And... Um, my question is, I mean, I don't have the answer right now because I, I don't have an NCAA person sitting next to me, but what's your plan, NCAA? What's your plan to protect women's sports? Is mm-hmm. there going to be women's sports or are we just going to have it be whatever now? Um, and there's not really any guidelines to who can p- compete in women's sports. And, um It's really sad because this is just the most famous one I know. There's other things going on. In the Big Sky Conference, there was a cross-country runner. From
0: University of Montana, Missoula.
1: Right, that won it, right? Right. Who was a male in the women's cross-country. And um, it's a real issue. And we've got to start being proactive. I've definitely thought about it in our conference in the GNAC. Um, And I think Christian schools really need to start thinking about the conferences they belong to and w- where they're heading and what their stances they're gonna make. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm fortunate that I, I think I have a university that supports um, a lot of the same things I believe in, but I, I th- I'm, I'd I'm, be um, naive to not prepare for potentially going to go play a team in my conference mm-hmm. and a guy being on the roster. right? Um, especially if that coach is getting pressured to win you know you start seeing different opportunities but um, and I think we have to think about that and we have to um, decide to not compete um, things that are wrong
0: right you know we were talking earlier before we started recording uh, you know I coach lacrosse women's lacrosse at the collegiate level and that you know every athlete out there has a stick (laughs) Mm -hmm. and there's and we talked about safety and and, but it's not just a, a sport that has equipment that they have like in lacrosse, it could be another sport, yeah. right? There could be a, sa- it, it, it really is a safety issue yeah. as well. Um, I, I mean, going through your mind, when you saw the University of Pennsylvania swimmer, you know, get mm-hmm. the national championship, yeah. I mean, what was the first thing that went through your mind?
1: Honestly, the first thing I thought is why did the women get in the water with him? I know that's a hard thing to put on a college um, athlete who is getting pressured big time and I have heard stories of these women on that on his team um, complaining about having a change with him in the locker room and, and it kind of just um, doing more anonymous complaints and I get I get the fear of it I really do I get the um, wondering if it's going to ruin your career by doing something mm-hmm. um, but if every single woman refuses to get in the water let him go go ahead yep okay now the race will start to make a point Um right. I think it'd be heard and the problem is the ncaa is getting away with it right now and this guy's getting away with it right now mm-hmm. and um it, it, we just need more people saying no and you see the faces i i'll never forget when this whole issue was first starting i can't remember if it was connecticut or somewhere
0: with the track and field, the track and runners, field yeah. and
1: i'll never forget that interview because it hit me because it was when i was like i was kind of naive to it all I'm like no way are people going to start letting Biological males compete with women. This is going to be a one off thing. Like, no mm-hmm. way. People are going to see yes. how silly this is. Um, and I'll never forget that interview of this high school girl who would have been the first time ever to win back to back. forget what the race it's is now because I it's think so many. it was 100,
0: 100 meters. Yeah. I
1: don't remember. And and she would have been the state champion mm-hmm. and it was a big deal. And first time you think would she have, won
0: it as a sophomore and a junior? And then here she yeah, was. Yeah, it was a something senior. like it was
1: the first time in history that would have had it. And some guy decided that year to compete as a female, hadn't Mm -hmm. before, and wins it. And she gets interviewed after. She's crying and she doesn't know what to do because they say to her, well, how do you feel about blah, 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 winning? She's like, "I, I don't know, I guess that's what it is and I just have to take it. And I just played that interview over and over of like, this is what we're telling our young women Sit down and shut up and let this man take your place. Yeah. I mean, think about how backwards that is of all the movement we've done oh, for know. women's sports, and and telling this young girl like, I just have to take it. No, you don't. No, we don't. Like, there's a reason women's sports started because right. women back in the day. I did a whole class on the history of Title IX on the history of women's sports. I did I did a whole research thing and um, on Title IX and it started because there wasn't room for women in sports because women were competing with men and losing. And so more and more women were having interest in sport and they said, hey, we wanna compete yeah. and we can't with the men biologically. was opportunities, yeah. yeah. because men were, are stronger, faster, bigger, you know? Um, and so they started making their own league. And that's how women's sports started was because they couldn't compete with men right. because we're different, not better. Men aren't better, women aren't better, we're different. Yeah, And women wanted to compete because it's awesome. <laughs> and um, so women started fighting for their access to sport. And later that led to access to education, all sorts of things. And right now we're going backwards. And yeah. I don't get where the, all the feminists are. This is a big time feminist yeah. issue. <laughs> where are all the
0: gals that, that fought for these yes, opportunities? they're scared. Back in the 60s and 70s.
1: Yeah, they're scared because now the feminist movement... Has encompassed the transgender movement. Mm-hmm. It's all in one, and it's biting. There's a funny meme I saw actually of the transgender mo- movement biting the feminists in the butt because it's uh, taking away women's sports. Right. <laughs> but um, and so that that's the next big question of I think everyone needs to ask themselves. It's not going to stop. Mm-hmm. stop. It's not going to stop. It's going to keep getting more ridiculous. And um, what are we going to do about it? What are you willing to? The sacrifice. Um, yeah. I mean, I have to be willing to have someone listen to this interview mm-hmm. and disagree with me and call me all sorts of things. Right. Um, and that's where the Christian part has to come in for us, though, too. Right. You you, you showed me this great article, and the number one thing it says is, for Christians must know about transgender debate, is disagree- disagreeing with transgenderism does not mean denying the pain of gender dysphoria. hmm and it is gender dysphoria and there's something going on and there's pain there and there's an identity crisis right. and satan is alive and well <laughs> and and we've got to also say we care about you mm-hmm. you know so that's the real right. thing christians have to do different in this not just be mm-hmm. like he's a man and he has man parts get out of here you know right. we have to also say gosh he's a person that jesus loves
0: right we got to pray yeah and, and that's the one thing yeah. that we can do right now is just be praying about absolutely um be praying about the, the, the athletes that we talked about mm-hmm. that we know about the Connecticut yeah. situation the pen mm-hmm. swimmer but we got to pray about this situation because this is it's happening yeah. more and more frequently
1: and it, and it's happening to our take away even just athletics it's happening to our young our youth that um, are being a big attack on identity of mm-hmm. um, how confusing is that to be a 15 year old 14 year old saying you can be whatever gender you want you can be whatever sexuality you want it's, it's quite confusing and um, we got like you said we gotta be praying about
0: yeah
1: this, the attack on identity mm-hmm. and praying that they find identity in Christ
0: it's really the enemy trying to steal um, the joy of who God created us to be mm-hmm. yep. you know if if we're saying that we're somebody else or, or I'm different gender then mm-hmm. it's like I'm disagreeing with God I'm saying that he made junk or he yeah. he, he wasn't he didn't do a good thing in me and um, and I think that I think as we just continue to we need to stand up, you know, I, here I am. I'm a, I'm a father of three daughters, three girls mm-hmm. who played sports yeah. cross country and played lacrosse and and uh, love cheering them on and watching them and, and love yeah. the opportunities like you were talking about yeah. that they had because of playing club club yeah. lacrosse here in the valley and, and running cross country. And yeah. uh, but as a father, I need I need to stand up. Yeah. For for we we need to stand up for those that that are not able to talk or, I mean I know that women you know female and athletes so they're not can alone
1: talk too yeah. yeah
0: we need to let them know you're right that they're not yeah. alone and yeah. we need to stand up for them and at the same time we need to continue to love and pray pray for the those that are having issues trying yeah. trying to figure out where they're at this place in yeah. this world absolutely um,
1: and that's what I've been really praying about is um, my duties as a coach because like I said I've thought about it like not playing if, a, if there's a man on the, on the team. And, um, and how scary that is, because you feel like, gosh, I'm the only one. Where do you hear in the news of someone not playing? Right. And, but if they hear it more and more, it'll make it easier for the next coach. Um, and, but on top of that, so as a coach, my responsibility <laughs> is to protecting female access to sport and access to education, mm-hmm. and sometimes making really hard decisions in that. And then as a Christian, my responsibility to say you could label me as whatever you want, but I'm telling you right now, I I know God loves that person, I wanna pray for them. Yeah. And I want them to play sports, not at the expense of taking away a spot for a woman, Um, but I want, it's not about denying access for a group of people, because mm-hmm. um, that's what's happening right now to women <laughs> who are denying space and for women. But um, I think it, it, what's well, gonna make us different from the world is still saying we care about that athlete and we care about what they're going through right doesn't mean they're going to compete with women but Mm -hmm. um and of course we're talking about it this one direction because it's not really about the um, females
0: competing against the other males well
1: that's what's funny because they're saying it's about access for transgenders to sport but there's still no access for a biological female to compete Compete in male sports? That's not happening. What's happening actually is the opposite. There's that one female swimmer that also got a placed that is transgender, considers herself a male, but she's still competing with the females. Hmm. So she's taking testosterone, competing with females because she can't compete. So with that's women. an unfair advantage so as well. So both of the transgenders, mm-hmm. um, biological males and biological females, are trying to still compete in the women's because that's the easiest access and. One is taking testosterone, and the other one's a man, and so it's um, not really about access to the identity and the gender. That it's just about um, dominating a, a, a space, because um, we're seeing it right now that transgender um, biological females that consider themselves males, so transgender males, um, competing still in women's sports. Mm-hmm. So identifying as man, but still competing as a woman, and then these men are identifying as women. And competing. It's just it's an attack on women's sports.
0: Yeah. Well, I, you know, even when I heard, too, that the competitors in the getting back to the swimming, you know, uh, at the NCAAs, they they couldn't even say anything against it. So what does that tell you when they say don't don't say anything? You can't talk. Yeah. That's it's like they're trying to they're trying to stifle truth, yeah. they're trying to stifle uh, these and, gals. And that's
1: scary because then the girls oh, okay, you know, and if I'm the only one who's feeling this if no one else is talking, maybe I'm the only one who feels this way. And that's why we need to talk. <laughs> that's why you say, "Oh, well too bad." Cuz that's what they want, right? They don't right. want anyone to talk because then another person will talk right. and then another person will talk. And um, we need to talk <laughs> and and stand up for women's access to sport and my real passion, women's access to education, because um, it changed my life to be able to have that. And through scholarship is the way that a lot of these women are getting opportunities. Yep. So
0: well, Mary, you said earlier, and uh, and you're right, you're spot on. Is that we just need more Jesus? <laughs> yeah. We need we need to know Jesus. We need to know what He's done for us. We need yeah. to know the gospel story. We need to we we need to discover you know and fully submit ourselves to him to discover our purpose and how he's created us Mm -hmm. and you're you're right we just need more of jesus christ don't we
1: and reminding ourselves because i have to do this because i get very overwhelmed by these topics of like what is going on and what does this mean for the future of sport and i get overwhelmed and i remind myself jesus isn't overwhelmed by it he knows he knew he knows and he wins and in the process of all this we're still supposed to stand up for truth we don't just sit down and but just give it to him at the same time like you said we need to be praying about all these issues and don't get overwhelmed by it stand up for truth when your opportunity comes which mine is going to come more than most because i'm in this world Mm -hmm. um in the sports college world but um, stand up for truth when you have the opportunity and let the rest go to jesus and pray about it because he's not surprised
0: right well and he he brings reality Yep. He brings true reality to all situations. Yep. So. Well, Mary, I can't believe it. The time has gone by <laughs> oh so gosh. fast, but like it always does. Yeah. But uh, but thank you so much for being on Heart of the Athlete today and during your spring break. And we appreciate. <laughs> Thanks your, for
1: having me, and I appreciate this radio station allowing us to have. Um, yeah. Be able to talk about truth and yeah, hard Yeah, Beth and
0: Dave and all the staff, yes. Andrew and Susan, and we yeah. appreciate the KBXL ninety four point one and yes. and. Um, well, folks, um, thanks for joining us today. And Mary, thanks for being on Heart of the Athlete. And if you want to get more information about FCA and the FCA camps we talked about earlier, or you got some soccer camps at NNU coming up mm-hmm. too, right? This Yeah, summer. this summer. You can go to NNU uh, sports.com sports. or FCAidaho.org. So, awesome. Thanks, well, thanks, Ken. Thank you, Mary. Thanks for listening today.